Hello again and welcome back to the show. I am, of course, Jack. And I'm Josh. And we are back with another episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Hope Kate podcast where we chat about shows and movies and all things movie related. Uh-huh. That's what mm-hmm. we do. This week, we have an exciting episode. <laughs> I say that every <laughs> week. Um, I'd like to think that it's exciting. We're going to chat about uh, stuff that's out. Uh, stuff that just came out and stuff we're excited about. But more importantly, I'm going to ask you some questions, just like I did last week, put you on the spot, have you answer some snap, uh, you know, first thing that comes to your mind kind of things. And I tried my very hardest to not think of answers myself so that I could also answer the questions. I trust you fully. Well... I, maybe, maybe, maybe not because like when I, as I'm, you know, typing them out, I'm like, mm. yeah, but I tried, I tried not to. Uh, but anyways, before we even get into that, of course, we have to thank our sponsor, Jury of Wolves, uh, for all of your urban apparel needs, wearing the hat, wearing the shirt, you know, we're out yep. here representing, uh, dot use hope you hate it for 10% off your order. Uh, thanks again to them. Anyways, let's uh, talk about the things that uh, came out over the past couple of weeks. Hit right? me with it. You had, um, yeah, this past week, you had She-Hulk release. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Ruffalo and, you know, I can't remember her name that's playing She-Hulk. But the episodes are really short, and I'm not really yeah. sure how I feel about it. You know? Um, I I enjoyed it. I mean, like, yeah, I I like really long things. Like, mm. I don't care. Maybe, maybe sit down and watch <laughs> something eight hours. Do. Like if it's, <laughs> if it's good, like I don't want it to ever end. Yeah. So little short episodes of stuff like eh, I'll take it because it's, it's something, but sure. um, yeah, I mean, it, it did feel a little bit rushed, um, okay. but at the same time, you know, tis what it is. F- how do you feel about having an after credit scene after every episode? Do you like that? Um, ye- yes you- and no, because yes, in the fact that generally after credit stuff, it it doesn't play along with right after you know the episode. It's generally something that's a little bit weirder that they would have to set up different if they were adding mm-hmm. it into the actual episode. Um, so it is cool because you get a little piece that. They're like, we want to like put this, this in the episode, but we don't yeah. know how. It doesn't fit anywhere, so we have to do it after credits. The only problem is the credits for that show, it was really annoying to to kind of watch and listen to. It wasn't like a really fun one. Uh, it, it wasn't my yeah. type of music sure. and song, so I was like, it, even you know the people I was with watching it were like, do we have to listen to this whole song? I'm like, yes, <laughs> because there's an after credit scene. Like, okay, we can mute it, but it's like... Yeah, so yeah. that's my yes and no answer on that. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. Um, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I I think that the after credits scenes have become kind of like expected and it almost ruins yeah. it. Because it used to be like a, oh, are they going to have an after credit scene? And now it's mm-hmm. just like, you have to have one. Yeah, uh, It's like almost part of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Day Shift came out. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Jamie Foxx. You said you watched it. It's got your boy Dave Franco. Yeah. Uh, further sealing the deal that he should play you. I fell completely back in love with him. He's, he's so fantastic. Peter Stormare as the pawn shop dude. Yeah. Uh, He's fantastic. My boy, Kevin from shameless was in it and Uh an incredible, incredible fight scene. So I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was wild. I I liked the idea behind like, the different types, some of the, mm-hmm. the throwbacks that they did to it, the different weapons and, and mm-hmm. those things. That was that was very fun. Uh, Beast came out with mm-hmm. Idris Elba, the, uh, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm excited to watch. Mm-hmm. And um, House of the Dragon on Sunday, which we're going to yeah. talk about in just a second. Uh, we're going to kind of circle back to that. But also this coming week, uh, S- Samaritan, the Sylvester Stallone movie that I yeah. talked about where he's a... I've been seeing the trailer for that one now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, having just the other day, the two of us watched Rambo. Mm-hmm. I'm even more excited. I, Sylvester yeah. Stallone, there's just something um, 
so good about just these classic movies. We, you know, I watched Predator the other day, the first one, you know, after mm-hmm. seeing Prey a couple weeks ago and just absolutely loving that. I was like, oh, I have to go back and watch Predator, the first one. Yeah. And it's just so good. It's so classic. They just don't make movies like that anymore. And mm-hmm. I know that's like a cliche thing to say. But when you go back and like watch these classics, um, you know, like we were talking about Rambo, the Terminator, the, you know, the uh, Commando, the Predator. Yeah. Uh, all of these like classic 80s, early 90s action movies with these superstars of that genre. There's just something. And maybe it's just full on nostalgia, right? Like maybe yeah. it's just because that's where we grew up and that's what we like remember watching. Yeah, because it's weird. Like, I'll see a newer action movie and be like, this is ridiculous. It has no plot. This is dumb. That's dumb. And I won't like it. Mm -hmm. But it's if you go back and I could apply the same things to like some of those older movies where it's like, this is ridiculous. This This should never happen. Like, it's over the top. But I love the old ones and some of the new ones. It, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I like things like Day Shift. It was it was yeah. wild. It was all over the place. It, it was ridiculous, but I still I enjoy it. But so it maybe maybe I'm just though, biased right? with certain people. It feels different watching a movie like Day Shift now mm-hmm. and it being an action movie or whatever versus like watching those. And I don't know if it's just like the again CGI modern cameras uh modern soundtrack just the way that they're able to blend everything together but mm-hmm. it doesn't really feel the same i mean yeah but it is like you said just as ridiculous i think about one of the most ridiculous scenes in any of i mean arnold schwarzenegger had a lot of ridiculous <laughs> scenes but in the movie commando um yeah. where the whenever he gets captured right and he has like a certain amount of time to go kill the president whatever and he gets on a little plane with the guy that's holding him hostage like the one bodyguard mm-hmm. and he kills the guy in the in the plane seat right the plane yeah. is taxiing on the runway okay <laughs> he kills him by just like elbowing him in the head and then he puts the little hat on him in the coat and he like leans him up against the window and uh he gets up and the stewardess is like sir you have to remain in your seat and he's like i'm so sick and then, yeah. and then he goes, oh, by the way, don't bother my friend. He's dead tired. He's dead tired. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes and gets in the bathroom for just a split second, long enough for them to forget that he's in there, keeping in mind that the plane is still taxiing. Okay. Mm-hmm. He then climbs down into the, somehow into the underbelly of the plane, into the landing gear, climbs out of the plane onto the landing gear while it's taking off. And then somehow manages to wait until it clears the runway and then let's let's go (laughs) over the swamp and lands in the swamp. And then two seconds later, he's just on foot coming out of the swamp, running over to the edge of the Mm -hmm. of the airport like that entire sequence. If you put that in a movie today. I mean, everybody's up in arms. Everybody's up in arms. They're like, what the this is? There's no way that's not going to happen. It's so unrealistic. I know. I know. I don't I don't get it. Our brains just have some weird, like you said, nostalgia trigger or whatever. That's like at that point when we watched it for the first time, we were young enough that it didn't. It was just awesome. It didn't hit us as like, oh, that that can never happen. And now that we're we're older, we look back on it as like, yeah, it was fun. I liked it, you know. But yeah, when they do it now, it's just your brain is immediately like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, um. Uh, yeah. Other in other news, uh, Top Gun was mm. released on uh, digital, digital to buy today, which is pretty cool. It's finally out for the rest of the masses to see. It it's now number six highest grossing movie in of all time. Yeah, I As, haven't uh, heard a single uh, person say a bad thing about it. Infinity War, which is incredible mm-hmm. for a just like, I mean, I used to say this is a long time ago that like the original Top Gun was my favorite movie. And while mm-hmm. it isn't a fantastic movie, I just <clears throat> like to say that because like it was just a cool movie to have as your favorite, yeah. right? Like, you know, yeah, it's just cool. It's Maverick. It's the thumbs up. It's a uh, you know, just a cool movie. But it wasn't you know by any means the best movie of all time. Yeah. So thinking of it in that way, I think that one of the biggest appeals to it came down to <clears throat> not only how much it was advertised and hyped up, but mm-hmm the sheer amount of like 
shooting that they did for these real stunts that they pulled mm-hmm. off and how much training these people had to do to really get this realistic feeling. I mean, Tom Cruise is such a maniac when it comes to yeah. his roles. I watched a video today of uh, the behind the scenes of him shooting the uh, halo jump in Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one with him and Henry Cavill where they jump out of the C-35 yeah. or whatever plane, the big plane it was. And they and that, the video was incredible because he's talking about how much preparation that they had. <clears throat> and, and because of the camera lens that they were using, he had to jump out and trail the cameraman that like was backing out of this plane. Mm-hmm. And he had to catch up to him to maintain a three foot distance for like 10 to 15 seconds to get Jeez. the shot. Yeah. And it couldn't, it couldn't be two and a half feet. It couldn't be three and a half feet. It had to be exactly three feet in order to get the depth of field and the focus right in this camera. Right. And that's wild. They could only do one run a day because yeah. by the time the plane gets up and it's dusk and mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're shooting it. So like they would get up and if you, if anybody stumbles, if anybody messes up or you, you miss the, the, the timing Oof. or the, or the space, you're just, it's the whole day. Like that shoot is blown. Yeah. And stuff like that is insane to just yeah. get a 10 <laughs> second clip in a movie, right? Like, yeah. I mean, when you actually go and watch that scene, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really cool. And he just jumps out of the plane and you just think you're just like, Oh, this is really awesome. You've seen him jump out of a plane, but like, mm-hmm. that's an actual cameraman that's free falling in front of him <laughs> with a camera on his head. Yeah. <laughs> like it's filming him. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane. Um, so I think that that has a lot to do with why Top Gun um, got a lot of hype around it because just people just know how crazy some of these things that he is willing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, also sure. today, today the new trailer for the Lord of the Rings Prime series was released. I don't know if you watched yep. that. Uh, uh, I watched the old one, I think, yesterday, and I have not watched the new one yet. So, ton of reveal as far as mm. like characters and and landscape and setting, and I mean, throwback. I didn't. I don't think I realized that one of the main characters was going to be Galadriel. Yeah, I. I don't think I. Either they didn't say that, or I didn't. They did in the it. first. Well, okay. in in the trailer. So, like I said, I watched one yesterday because I was talking with my brother about it, and I was, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I haven't even heard of this before." And I was like, "All, All right, right. Well, sit down, pay attention. We're gonna watch the trailer real quick." And I had no idea they were gonna release a new one today. So yeah. we we watched the uh, the old one yesterday. He's like, "Oh, that looks cool." So, um, but yes, I remember, you know, her being pretty, pretty prominent in that original trailer. Yeah. Which is, I, yeah, I don't know how I just like didn't put two and two together. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but very interesting. Cause she's like in the movies, I mean, she's very powerful, but very like reserved, very like, yeah. uh, kind of not passive, I guess, but you know, you see her as more of a like, like a wispy fairy, and then like even mm-hmm. back into the Hobbit three, she was like a bigger part, I guess, and maybe had mm-hmm. a little bit more spunk. But she's like a full on warrior. It looks like, yeah, fighting sword, sword, and all kinds of stuff. Anyways, that is super exciting. I'm I'm very excited for that. Oh yeah, uh, I I gotta I gotta put out maybe a hot take. Mm-hmm. Um. You didn't watch Sandman, did you? Uh, no, I have not yet. Okay. So it is getting all kinds of love. Mm-hmm. It's like this great comic adaptation and it's just this awesome Netflix series, all this hype, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And didn't they release like an episode or two like recently or something like that? They were like yeah, adding. The whole, whole, whole season came out, I think. I could have sworn I saw something that said like a new episode was was put on there. So I I, I don't hmm. know. I since Maybe. I had watched it, I didn't really pay too much attention. Maybe to I it. need to go back and look and see. But my hot take is that it wasn't that good. Hmm. I had a hard time sticking with it. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't for all of the reasons that other people are. I'm seeing other people hating on it because like a lot of people are hating on like the. Um, 
the, the wokeness of it. There's a lot of like back and forth mm-hmm. of like a lot of political current day movement stuff, but I didn't mind any of that. I didn't think that it was over the top. And, and uh, apparently the comic is very much the same of that. Like yeah. it was very true to the comic. I just didn't like it. Mm. I, I just was not invested in it. The characters yeah. weren't that interesting. The, mm-hmm. the main the main character was like a skinnier Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I watched like the first 10 minutes of it. Like one time I was like, I'm going to start this before I go to bed to kind of pique my interest. And so that way the next day I get up and start mm-hmm. watching it. I started watching something else the next day. And it's a show that I'm excited to talk about soon because it's it's one of my favorite things that I've seen in a long time. So Recently. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's incredible. It was mind blowing. Um, so fantastic. But we'll get into that later. I'm, 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 let you, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to hear about that. But yeah, I didn't think the Sandman was good at all. I know that it's that's not the popular opinion. Uh, a lot of people are, are just, you know, head over heels about it. Mm-hmm. I, I, not me. Uh, I did not think it was good. I did not think it was interesting. I thought that in some parts it was just kind of weird. Uh, a lot of people had a problem with the fact that they couldn't use John Constantine so they used Johanna Constantine and they turned the character into a girl. I didn't have a problem with that. I had a problem with the fact that she just wasn't as cool as John Constantine. Yeah. Um, and nothing to do with the fact that they, they switched the name or the gender or any. Of that. I, I just didn't think that the character was interesting. I don't know. Anyways, that's my take on the Sandman. Uh, not yeah. impressed. Mm, that's a bummer well i have a couple of things for my my fans fans of me that are coming out soon sure um, my fans would care about um one of them is august 24th so wednesday night the welcome to wrexham show comes out on fx Mm -hmm. this is about uh ryan reynolds and rob mcelhinney have bought a Welsh soccer team, and this is going to be kind of the behind-the-scenes docu-series on them and that. Um, you, of course, know my love for soccer, so like sure. I, I am more excited about this show than I was for Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I really like this kind of stuff um, a lot, and I love Rob McElhinney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, sure. from Mythic Quest, and all that kind of stuff. I listen to the yeah, It's Always Sunny, yeah, the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. So, like, I I have been following these guys. I mean, It's Always Sunny is on like what season fifteen, so something like that. Yeah, half of my life I've been following him and paying attention to that. And then, of sure. course, Ryan Reynolds. Can you find a cooler person in this universe? You know <laughs> that it's like so those two teaming up, and then it's revolving around soccer. I'm I'm super super pumped for this thing. Yeah. So that's August twenty fourth. Um, mm-hmm. I think that one's going to be on Hulu. Not sure if they're doing like a release date time, you know. Sure. Time yeah, I mean, if you don't if so. you don't watch it like live, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I'm not sure how they're doing all that, so I'll be checking that tomorrow. Um, cool. Then uh, I am a big fan of C on Apple mm-hmm. TV, the Jason sure. Momoa show. Sure. So sure, season sure. three of that comes out on the 26th, which is what Friday this week. 26th, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm super pumped about that. That show has been really really fun, and I burned through the second season so fast. And so mm. you know, finally, it's here's the the new season. So it's like been a year, year and a half wait for that. So I am very excited for that coming up. So those are my my two big coming soon cool. or this this week. Cool. Mm-hmm. So House of the Dragon. Yep. Uh, finally, after the long-awaited anticipation, mm-hmm. uh, we have the prequel series that they were so kind enough to, at the beginning of the episode, of the very first episode of this new show, um, let us know exactly the time frame, which was very mm-hmm. cool. 172 years before the death of the Mad King. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have an exact timeline of yeah. what's going on. Very cool. 
obviously the ending of Game of Thrones, highly com- controversial. The last season kind of, you know. Not controversial. Very... It sucked balls. Oh, that... Everybody agrees. Yeah, no. The last season. I don't know that everybody agrees. Find me a person that liked the last season and I'll I show like, you. I liked the last season. Someone's dumb. I'm not doing a podcast with you anymore. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I did. No, you did. Yes, yes I there did. Were, there were cool things about it. Yes. But you cannot say that it was a good season or uh, it, no, especially okay. a good right, final right. season, a good wrap up of an entire story of what, nine years of our life. And they're like, I'm sorry that you spent nine years of your life on this. We don't give a shit. We're going to go do another movie. So here's the scraps left over. No, no, that was disrespectful (laughs) and I will not tolerate it. (laughs) You know, I don't disagree with those points. However, I don't think it was as nearly as bad as uh, what people make it out to be. No, I mean, they were, I remember us watching it, you know, in our separate homes and all that kind of stuff being States away. And we were taking screenshots and sending them to each other because there was some of the most beautiful cinematography done. in that. Yeah. There was some amazing fight scenes in that. There were some pieces of the storyline that were wrapped up nicely. Yeah. But then there were other things that they just slapped us in the face. And it was like, I felt betrayed and heartbroken that it, it upset me. Yeah. I mean, again, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's the general consensus and, and in true game of Thrones fashion, mm-hmm. uh, they did the same thing with episode one of the prequel, uh, where they made us wait two years, three years mm-hmm. for it to come out. And then, uh, on launch day, half of the world couldn't watch it <laughs> because they didn't load enough yeah. or, or prepare enough bandwidth for people to stream the episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh, me, I know you had problems with it. I didn't have problems with it, but I watched it later that night so maybe it wasn't like yeah i waited I, I waited with the app open until nine i refreshed the app it popped up i clicked on it it crashed every time it launched for a <laughs> half an hour straight <laughs> in uh, the same place over and over yeah. and over again i was so agitated by the by the half that half hour i stopped i just turned it off i didn't watch it sunday night i watched it uh monday night and mm. you know by that time it you know obviously it worked it was fine yeah, I just that's the kind of stuff that just grinds my gears, man. <laughs> I know. I saw your tweets. <laughs> I, I just I I. Here's my thing, and it it sounds obviously it's very um, I, I realize how, um, you know. I guess it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, so it sounds very, you know, silver spoon of me, mm-hmm. but. When you pay for a service, you expect it to work, right? So sometimes, obviously, like you know, your electricity can go out; it's a bummer. It comes yeah. back on. Your internet can go out; it's a bummer. It comes back on. But streaming service services in general have us all by the balls. Oh yeah, because everything we want to like watch and take in is split up between a dozen different streaming services. When yeah. we were kids. Our parents were like, I'm not paying for cable. It's way too expensive to have all these TV channels. Yeah. My and kids so, like, it's so good. And then eventually, you know, you get grow up and you're like, oh, yeah, cable is too expensive. All these shows, I barely watch anything. I'll just get mm-hmm. Netflix. Okay, cool. Get Netflix. It started out like $6.99. Now it's it's $19.99. It's $20 or whatever it is a yeah. month. Right? And so that's $20. And then you're like, oh, Disney Plus, that was this. Now it's going to be $10. Hulu, well, of course, and I did seven. the I did the bundle, so I got sure. the Disney Plus with the Hulu all with the this, ESPN Plus. All of your streaming stuff that oh, you have, oh. you're Amazon paying more. Prime. You're paying more for yeah. all of these streaming channels than you would for cable. And you were complaining yeah. about how, anyways. So my gripe is is that you pay for this. It's a it's a on demand video streaming service, right? Mm-hmm. You have a show that had record number a record number of viewers the entire last like three seasons when yeah. it was live on tv right it's been anticipated for three years this prequel is coming out mm-hmm. you know how many people are going to be streaming this show you know how many how many yeah. people have the the service you know how many people are sharing your app the fact that you are a billion dollar company mm-hmm. and you can't prepare for one of the 
largest and most popular TV shows of all time to have a prequel show come out. They said that there was over 10 million people that streamed it. Yeah. Well, there was another 10 million that couldn't stream it. Yeah. Because the app crashed. I'm glad I waited till 10 o'clock and not 9 o'clock to watch it. It's unbelievable. I didn't have a single issue. (laughs) Anyways, that's my my soapbox on it. I think it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. that you pay for something that's on demand and then... It just doesn't work. Yeah. I, my, so, my biggest pet peeve is things that don't work, but anyways, yeah, no, let's, I, let's, I understand. Let's, let's get into the actual, uh, yeah. So, actual so episodes. what I'm wondering, do you want me to go ahead and, and shit on it and then you can kind of rebuttal what I'm going to say, or do you want to give it glowing reviews and then I can come behind you and shit on it? How, um, do, how do you, how do you feel about go, doing this? Uh, so here, I have I great have a few things. gripes. I have I have some great things to say about it. I have mm-hmm. a few complaints. Um, let let's do let's do because I just hit HBO with like some some scathing mm-hmm. criticism. Let's start with some good things, right? Okay. And I'll kind of go through mine, and then you can go through yours, and and then we'll kind of go back and forth. So, got it. Uh, first things first. Uh, the Game of Thrones universe. Mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yeah, uh, George R. R. Martin is. just did an absolutely amazing job um, from the characters to the world, to the lore, to the families, to the... I mean, you really... Whenever they start talking about the different families and the houses and and mm-hmm. you, you see the different older leaders of the houses and they the flags and you hear the yeah. names, the Baratheons. Yeah. And the then for the, yeah. the, the very split second, the, the music you hear at the very beginning, they mm-hmm. didn't overdo it, but they had the dun, 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 in yeah. the background of whenever she was talking, right? She's talking mm-hmm. about like the lead up and they just had it just for a split second. The guy that does the music is, is just an absolute yeah. madman. He's, he's great. Um, so the universe, the music, it's all super good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I really can't like say enough good about that. Yeah. Uh, the brutalness of it, I missed how brutal they are. Like they, mm-hmm. there was no holds barred in this first yeah. episode. I mean, <laughs> none. There's people's arms getting chopped off. There's guys nuts getting chopped they had off. A, a lot of expectation to live up to, though. I mean, they but were like, known for, but they, but they went full. And obviously, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen this, the first episode, and you're then on pause that, this, yeah. go watch it, and then come back because we're yeah. going to spoil it. I'm not keeping yeah. my mouth shut, right? <laughs> we're, we're, this whole, I mean, and we're going to probably be doing this through most of the most of the season. But oh yeah, they had a red wedding level event in the mm-hmm. first episode. How are you going to? How are you going to go right to a a lady? Elbow deep in a woman's belly, pulling a baby out. Yeah. In the first episode, how are you going to do that? I mean, I think it's too insane. soon. Well, I'm going. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep my gripes down for right now. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, the whole time we're watching it, I'm like, wow, like they are not holding anything back here. This is mm-hmm. insane. Um, aside from that. Some of the Again, night fight scenes, some face smashing, like you were saying, arms cutting off. That was, yeah. that was some brutal, brutal, crazy stuff. Brutal. And that worked well. On top of, I already mentioned like the, the lore and the, like the world, but like initially introducing characters that you are immediately like, what's this person's deal? Mm-hmm. Oh, what, well, this person's interesting. What, you know, what, what do they do? Like whenever they're sitting around the council, I, I, when the uh, hands, when Viserys' hand, uh, Lord Hightower, was talking, mm-hmm. I swore that he was a Lannister. He talked like a Lannister. He acted like a Lannister. And then he's like, oh, I'm so-and-so Hightower. And I was like, what? Hmm. Now, obviously, it didn't make sense. But I just the way that he talked, I was like, oh, this person has to be like a long-lost Tyrion great-great-great-grandfather. Yeah, or not Tyrion, uh, Tywin, like Mm -hmm. talk just like him and was the hand of the king. But anyways, just the characters are very, very uh, 
interesting. The guy with the the dreadlocks, I can't remember his name now at the mm-hmm. end of the table. Like very uh stark contrast character that we have really haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Especially in King's Landing. Um but then once again at, going towards the end the the way that they just like rope you in with the nostalgia mm-hmm. of the world, right? Yeah. With the Renaris uh saying Dracaris and mm-hmm. having her dragon um burn her her mom and, and brother. Just you're just like, man. I remember watching Game of Thrones and being like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so you gotta kinda yeah. get that feeling. Uh why do you have positives? Um besides what I said. A, a lot of what you said, the world is I that's the thing that I was looking forward to the most of all yeah. of this. Because it's like I know that there's gonna be all these new characters that I don't know and I'm excited to learn about. And so the whole world of Game of Thrones is I, I love it. I love diving deep into mm-hmm. it and just going down the spider web of these different houses and places where they're from and, and all that kind of stuff. Um being able to see, like we said, the uh the Baratheons and the Starks and the, mm-hmm. seeing the flags and them pledging loyalty. It's like, oh, there's those guys, there's those guys, mm-hmm. you know. And we, we knew yeah. they were gonna be in it, and it was a very easy like tease for us, but I still like I, I ate that stuff up. Sure. Um I feel like they've done good with the characters, like in a lot of shows, when someone is supposed to be uh, supposed to be like a a blonde type person or whatever, um, mm-hmm. there's always so many bad wigs or like bad makeup jobs or whatever. Like think about like a lot of like vampire movies or yeah, yeah. whatever where they're like, oh, this person has to have white or silver hair, and it's like mm-hmm. they put it on someone and it just doesn't fit. It doesn't work. Yeah. The um, the main girl. Uh, mm-hmm. She has a very unique look to her. Like <laughs> she looks like the guy, the kid um, from oh man, what's that movie where the no no regrets? Uh, <laughs> that kid, the, the kid with the you eyebrows. Guys are, you guys are getting paid. Yeah, yeah. the kid yeah. with the that eyebrows. Kid. He, she yeah. looks like him. She looks like yeah, like but a it, girl version of him. It's very. She has a very unique face, and I yeah. think it fits very well with like. Because they're they're supposed to stand out. They're supposed sure. to look different, but at the same time, they're they're all still just normal humans and stuff. So yeah. it's like they did a really good job of casting her. I think um, the the uncle da- Damon. Damon, yeah, I'm still Doctor Who names and stuff. Um, he, he, he was Doctor I, Who for a while. Yeah, he, I think he looked fantastic in, in that role. Like. Um, so there are different ones like that that I think they did a really good job with because I'm super picky about that. If they just threw mm-hmm. like a Tom Cruise guy in there and put a blonde wig on him, it's just like that yeah. doesn't fit. It doesn't right. seem natural. Like I could tell that's an actor in a wig. Sure. But if if they get someone who's who's it's it's almost like your your face characteristics have to match that weird style that they sure. were trying to pull off there. And I, I think that they did a, a really good job with that. So yeah. um those kind of things I I enjoyed um, okay. the the whole jousting stuff was yeah that was fun it was brutal like yeah I I get watch I, jousting as a side note I hate long. jousting like as a sport I think that it's got to be one of the stupidest <laughs> it's like, crazy it's like crazy. even for knights if I was a knight I'd be like I, no I'm not doing that it's stupid I'm gonna run <laughs> ride my horse at another guy with a pole and he has the same pole like, 100 miles an hour yes yeah. best case scenario we hit each other like worst no, case, best scenario, case scenario i, I would beat the crap out of this guy he goes flying no. off his horse and it may jar my arm a little bit but yeah but like my point best is, case like, scenario is not me getting hit no and what i'm saying is your best case scenario is like you both knocking to each other and like you both fall off or like maybe he falls off and you don't or whatever but mm. you're, you're running you're coming at each other with like the same aren't the lances the same length or wouldn't it be cheating yeah. if one was longer so no, they're the same length. length so they're the same length so they're going at each other at the same length lance like in reality you should be hitting each other every time right like, well i i think it has to do with like the bouncing of the horse the weight of the lance the way that you 
either block or deflect his lance. Th- those kind of things yeah. that I think is what separates the the good yeah. from the bad. Like, I'm sure if I hopped on a horse now and you gave me a lance, I probably would not hit. Well, a person sure, but we're talking about we're talking about knights, right? Like versus each other. My yeah, point is, sure is like, good it just, knights and shitty knights. It just seems like the whole thing's a sham. Like some of the knights, like for instance, Damon. Damon's armor was fantastic. Oh, it looks like, super it was, cool. Like, it he was had amazing. total epics compared to everybody's like yeah. comments. Yeah, other, other guys are wearing like cheese graters on their face. Like, <laughs> I was really hoping, like I liked all of his armor, except I wish his helmet had like the piece that actually slid down over his oh, face. Sure. and was like a big ass dragon that way. Because yeah. it just being up on his forehead, it was cool. But then when everyone else is pulling their mask down to go joust, I was like, Oh, if he was able to pull that down and there was like a yeah. really cool dragon face right there, I was like, oh, that would have been so dope. So I think but other than that, his his yeah. armor, his horse's armor was they did. Yeah, that his horse had dragon armor. I mean, yeah. I think that like they wanted to show his face, obviously, because like you main yeah. characters are going to want to show their faces. But just his armor compared to everybody else's. I'm like, no yeah. wonder you're getting knocked off your horse. You can't <laughs> see anything like you're he's, they're wearing like a, basically a bucket over their head with holes in it. Yeah, like, it just doesn't make sense. But the sport itself doesn't make sense. I'm I, like most of the time they'd get knocked off and then they just go beat each other to death with whatever weapons they had. Mm-hmm. It's like, why don't you just start there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Because it's fun. I want to see people charging on the horse. So I like jousting. I'll just say that. I'm a fan <laughs> of jousting. I don't want us to bring it back because I think it's terrible for the um horses the horses and stuff yeah. like that but if we did like where you got on my shoulders and i ran with you i'd be all down for watching that kind human of jousting human oh, jousting yeah. yeah just don't put horses in danger but i mean you I'm can have sure a they really... do that in like the gladiator games yeah maybe phone. so I mean, you just need someone like the mountain who's six seven and 350 pounds to carry someone who's a lot smaller and yeah, he, he would throw so you fast. <laughs> he would throw you at the other person yeah. instead of having there a you go. and i wouldn't feel bad about that whatsoever because you know people can make the choice to run at each other with sharp yeah. sticks <laughs> but yeah. horses cannot and so it makes me feel bad sometimes I agree. but it's just a show so i didn't feel bad so no animals were harmed in the making of that show that's maybe true. Uh, what else? <laughs> um, I think that was about it. That's that's your positives. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, my number one negative takeaway from the show mm-hmm. was that 172 years prior to the Mad King falling and burning the city down, there have been no advancements in society mm, okay there is no there's not a single king's landing still look the same as ex- what it did identical yeah. identical and actually yeah. they they probably like it probably got worse it seems like things got worse in 200 mm-hmm. years not better like the, the only one good thing that i noticed that they didn't have in like current game of thrones timeline was like, did you notice around the Iron Throne all of the swords that were sticking up out of the ground? Yes, yes. So that's not there in mm-hmm. the time of yeah. You know, someone cleaned it Cersei. up. Yeah. So like, I guess that that's an advancement. Like you can't kill yourself on more swords, just the ones that are on the <laughs> throne. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, like I... everything else was like architecture wise, yeah. exactly the same. They even showed the window that Joffrey jumps out of. Same mm-hmm. same window, same thing, same view, same architecture. You're telling me that like... Not Joffrey, it was the brother. Not Joffrey, yeah. Tommen, sorry. Tom, Tommen, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the window that Tommen jumped out of. So, um, you're telling me that in 200 years, they had already reached peak archaeology, uh, not archaeology, architecture, mm-hmm. and peak engineering, and that was just it? I... I didn't think about it while watching it, but in my mind, um, I think where the story is going and where we were kind of at in uh, the normal standard day Game of Thrones thing, I think, you know, we know that there was the, you know, the like 
the fall of some groups. There was the Mad King. There was like some things that it would make sense if the whole city kind of went into a de depression and things weren't getting better. They were actually getting worse over time because everyone kept fucking things up. And then you have like the Baratheons take over. Maybe he's just so concerned with himself that he's not really building the city. I mean, we know what kind of person Cersei was and, and Jamie. Yeah, but that's like, 200 years later. Yeah. We, it's very obvious that like the people like the Maesters, right? The Maesters mm -hmm. in that were like, oh, we've heard of this medicine, that medicine, this teaching, mm -hmm. that teaching. They're the ones that are that are like doing studying and writing history mm -hmm. and they're advancing medicine and advancing technology. Yeah. So you're telling me that in 200 years, they're still just writing things down in scrolls and like that's just <laughs> that. Yeah. Uh, I can see your point there. That I, I think that in order for it to really feel like it's 200 years prior, mm -hmm. some things would have to be different. Yeah. Like whether it's just like they the way they dressed was a little different, the armor that they wore was a little different, maybe mm -hmm. the, like the weaponry, the architecture, just something, yeah. but like it's the same universe that just seems to have reached its peak technological potential. Yeah. And that's just that. Yeah. That until something big comes along, they're they're going to be stuck in the the bronze ages and whatnot yeah yeah i i can see that D That's to me brain. that that takes a little bit more thinking at least for for me it didn't pop into my head initially like when you when you first said it i was like oh yeah that actually yeah i could see that that didn't kind of make sense with them yeah. being so far apart to have like everything look exactly the same as what it did in the the original episodes so yeah i feel you there what else what else what that what else did you not uh, like? I haven't oh okay. I'm gonna take a deep breath on this one. Okay. No. Um I my biggest kind of things with it are um like you said, it had a red wedding type gore scene to it. When we're watching season one, episode one of Game of Thrones, um when I, I'd say like the big crazy part in that was, you know, Ned getting his head chopped off. That was until like episode eight. Was it that far down? I don't yeah. know. I haven't seen episode one. It was like, so it was episode but, like six, uh, six to eight or something like that. I can't six, seven or eight yeah. in, in season one. Was episode one when, um, Brand. When Stark gets, gets pushed out of the window, yeah, I'm pretty sure okay. Brand, Brand gets pushed out of the window at the at the very end of episode one. Yeah. I think. See the um, episode one or two. Yeah, I'm, I get those confused, but my why I'm bringing that up is I felt like you know Game of Thrones they they have a reputation of being crazy and brutal and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that worked great with the jousting scene and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. I think they pulled it too soon with the scene with the the wife and the mother because we hadn't had a chance to really care for her where it's like, to me, I felt no differently between her and a maid and the, the person sitting next to somebody at a table. Like sure. there was no time to build up any kind of connection to this person, which I feel like Game of Thrones has done a good job with in the past that it's like, mm -hmm. We're going to make you fall in love with this person and then fuck them. And then right. we're going to make you fall in love with this person. And then we're going to do this. And it's like, yeah. but that they just go, we just did this. And it's like, and you should love her because she's the mom. She's the, the wife. And it's like, well, you can't mm -hmm. just put a title on them and make me care about them. Like there needed to be, I felt like if, if maybe that would have happened in episode two or even episode three, once we got to know her a little bit more and saw how she was as a mom and as a wife, I mean, our only time with her was her sitting down on the couch in labor. Like, yeah. Basically. So, I mean, she was, she was already deep into labor and then it's just like, okay, we got to do this. And so like, while that scene was like Eli Roth brutal style, mm -hmm. I had no emotional connection to that for me to go like, Oh my God, 
Like yeah. it wasn't an oh my god. It was more like this is kind of this is kind of gross. Yeah. Like, and that's not normally the kind of feelings that Game of Thrones gives me. It gives me an oh my god. I was not expecting that. Sure. Like I cared about that person, or that hit me out of the like. I felt like that scene. You saw it coming a mile away, and then when it did mm-hmm. come, it was just like how gory are they going to get with this? Which, I mean, I love gore just as much as the next guy, so. I can't complain about that too much, but it's uh, to me that it didn't hit me in a, in a good way. So I, yeah, I I agree with you um, that pulling a punch like that was definitely, I think it was shocking because I didn't expect them to go that hard that early, but I will say that in the, in the writing defense, I don't think we were supposed to care about the mother at all. I don't think that was, Mm. I don't think that was like a, a Catelyn Stark kind of like, oh, I can't believe they just killed, you know, like Lady Stark. This was more of like a, uh, almost like an out the gate, like this is how the show is going to go. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be just like, you know, what you expect. Yeah. But more so to move the plot along to um, the, the king having to tell Rhaenerys that she was going to be queen. Mm-hmm. because like that is like ultimately going to be the show's plot point. Yeah. And, right? and I, I get that as well, that it's like, we want to get to this point. I just, I like to have my emotions really mess with when I watch a show, I like to have lots of ups and downs. I like to be sucked in. I like to fall in love with character. And I mean, yeah. there, there's so many examples out there, especially now. I mean, they, they've, there are some awesome shows out there that they can introduce a character and you can fall in love with it in two minutes and be sure. like, I really, really like this person and then kill them off and you're devastated. Like yeah. it doesn't really take that much time. It, it just, you know, a, a little bit of, you know, some kindness from a person or, you know, something to go like, Oh, this is a good person. And it just, to me, I, I felt like, it was kind of a, a missed opportunity where it's like, mm. this is a pretty big scene, I would say, in there. And I watched it like they were trying to have fun being <laughs> extra gory and not yeah. like it, it, there was there was no emotion on my face while it was happening. It was more just kind of like, uh, yeah, oh, gross. Weird. and, and yeah. so I don't know, like that to me, especially with. Like I said, their their reputation of making you fall in love and then hurting you, they did so good with that in the the previous things that I feel like it was just a, a missed opportunity there. Gotcha. Um, the other thing is, and 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 I'm I'm saying all of this with with the fact that I have a lot of high hopes for this show. Sure, I have great expectations for it. Um, so I'm not shitting on this thing hard now and saying like, I'm not watching it or anything like that. It was still good. I still enjoyed it. I will still be watching the next one. There were just certain things to me that, and it may have been that I went in with too high expectations for it. Um, but like in, in all the things that I've watched in my entire life, game of Thrones has some of my favorite characters ever made in in an 80 show mm-hmm. um i mean if if you go through the the original thing and and look at some of the amazing characters i mean mm-hmm. not just like great ones i'm talking about amazing mind-blowing characters yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, there were so many i mean Tyrion lannister uh tormund giants bane you know the hound the right. Mountain, Cersei, Joffrey, like there were so many that were just insane, crazy characters that I wanted to know more. I wanted to follow Jon Snow. Like I I could sit here. I could probably name 15 characters that were absolutely fun and I liked seeing them on the screen and I wanted to know what happened to them. I could say after this first episode, I didn't have one. I didn't have a single person that I was like, oh, I really want to know more about them. Hmm. I'd say the closest with that was Damon, the brother. Mm-hmm. But even him, I felt like like 
when we saw someone do something evil in the uh, the original one, like some of the shit Joffrey pulled, you were like, holy shit, that was fucking dark. Or Ramsey. Ramsey blew my expectations every time he did something because it was like, I went, I was like expecting you to do something dark and you went beyond that. Yeah. yeah. Then I feel like Damon was like, okay, we want to have him kind of be a bad guy and we want him to be dark. But it was like, it seemed like he was doing stuff just to be cool and dark himself to give off that persona rather than being like a truly evil person. So it's like, I kind of was like, I would like to know a little bit more about you, but not in the way that I, I felt in the past. So like, like I said, I have, I have high hopes for this because I have seen Game of Thrones make some ridiculously amazing characters that I could not get enough of. And I Mm -hmm. wanted them on the screen more and more and more and more that I know that they had the potential to do that. In the first episode, Mm -hmm. like I said, there wasn't a single person that if they weren't in episode two, I would not give a shit. If they were just like, this person's not in the show anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I would not care at all. Give me a whole new cast of characters like that were like, okay, well, we introduced these guys. Now we're going to show you another part of the world. And here's these new guys that we're talking about. It, it wouldn't affect me in any way. So I understand where you're coming from. I think that unfortunately we have the, um, the hurdle of jumping over an entire eight seasons worth of content to yeah. view one episode in the light of and mm-hmm. again if you think back to the to episode one of game of thrones i guarantee that after episode one of the first season of the of the original show you weren't in love with ned stark or you know jamie or any, like it's just like oh okay who's we, this person? okay oh, and, and okay. if i if if I remember correctly, and so like I think it it is in episode one, right? That Jamie is is banging Cersei and pushes Bran out the window and one all that or two. It's it's one or two. Okay, so remember. there. But if if that's true, you you got a couple of things. I think in that episode you had um, Tyrion slap Joffrey. No, no. Was that not in that no. one? No, I thought it was like in like the the very early stages, no, not in episode was one. But my point, my point is still is that you, after one episode, there are several characters that, in my opinion, could go down the road of like, oh, who is this person? Damon, in all mannerisms, the way he talked, even like his enunciation sounded. If you would have closed your eyes, and you'd have been like, is that Ramsey? He talked just like Ramsey, and maybe that's purposeful maybe that's accidental maybe that's Mm -hmm. whatever maybe it is you know a little bit too on the nose but i think that it's very tough to view one episode in the light of an entire series and go well some of these characters aren't going to live up to some of them well no like i I said i'm not going into it expecting them not to like i said i I have spent 10 years in watching Game of Thrones. Like I have seen the potential of what these guys can do. Yeah. I'm just it's saying not like, like it's a different writer. It's this, yeah. it's a one so, big book series. So, I mean, I went into it kind of like I was, I was almost excited to go like, all right, who am I going to be excited about this season? Yeah. Like, who, and so I was kind of looking for that and I didn't find it. And so I think that a little bit of disappointment is why I'm probably coming off a of very harsh right now sure. because like it, it was something that they like said, I mean, there are so many cool people that it was like, who's my person this season. And yeah, I, I know all it's, those, it's ridiculous. Yeah, to all of those people one. you did not meet in episode. No, one, right? Exactly. Like, I, I understand like Tormund giant Spain. He was late, season late, late. four, five. Yeah, it, was, it was so deep into it. So like, you know, and then, um, who was it? Uh, Pedro Pascal's character. Yeah, Oberon. Uh, yeah, like freaking cool. Like there were there yeah. were just so Way many. That, I I understand that 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 was the case, and so um and and I mean and you hear me talking. I can't remember what the hell happened in in episode one of the original thing, and yeah. so it's probably a whole bunch of that stuff is jumbled together. And I'm just like, I remember just having so much things, and this one didn't. So right, I, right, I'm right. sure it was my expectations and. 
But like I said, I'm a massive Game of Thrones fan. I am definitely going to be watching episode two. Mm-hmm. Probably still waiting till 10 o'clock so I don't get screwed over like um, yeah, other nerds that try to rush yeah. into it. Yeah, exactly. You know? But no, I'm going to be watching sorry for it. Sorry my excitement. Week. Yeah, no, it's, it is it is what it is. So, I mean, I don't want to be too harsh on it. I'm just sure. saying my original expectations was I walked away from it a little bit disappointed and sad, but still going, I have high hopes for this. Because I, I know what these guys can do. I've yeah. seen their work before, so I'm not going to judge them too harshly. But I did need to get this off my chest. So thank you for allowing me to vent. <laughs> because I, sure. I was bottling it up. I was like, why am I so angry? Like, I, <laughs> I I wanted to like this. And I just, I walked away not going like, that was awesome. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I, I'm, just, I am excited uh, about how it moves forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I mean, I, I don't think in any way I was blown away, but I also, I can remember watching the first season of game of Thrones and being like, what is this? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I don't necessarily think that I like was in love with it. Like I was by the end of season, season eight. Yeah. So that's, that's my two cents on it. I am excited to be able to talk about it, um, weekly or whatever oh, yeah. weekly. Maybe we save up a couple episodes for, you know, one. So we're not just every week talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but before we end this week's show, mm-hmm. um, I want to ask you a couple questions. So, hit me with it. Let's um, go. I'm going to ask you about a about a movie, and I want you to like first movie that comes to your your head, like okay. immediate gut reaction. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'm going to, as I say it, I'm going to also think of mine. So okay, all right, so. And there's just four four questions. We're gonna go through these really fast. Worst movie of all time that you've ever seen? Uh, Christmas at the Cranks. Does that have um, Dan Aykroyd that? and Jamie Lee Curtis? Gosh, that is a terrible movie. It uh, made me so angry. I wanted yeah. to punch a hole in the wall. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. they were like. They wanted to like their. I think it was like the kids were like moving out of the house, and they're like, "We're gonna go on vacation or take a cruise together." And yeah. the, everybody was like, "You're not celebrating Christmas. You're shitty people." And I was like, "This is terrible. It's making me so mad." Like I was just angry. <laughs> so yeah, when when someone says, "What's a bad movie?" That one pops into my head because I was. I remember. I mean, it was. I don't know. 10, 15 years ago, I was angry seeing red watching that movie yeah i hate this <laughs> yeah um mm-hmm. so mine is and i and i'm definitely with you uh mm-hmm. it's pretty bad there are so many but my the first thing that comes to my mind is uh it's one in particular but it also leads to an entire genre of movies so okay. the the sci-fi channels like mashup monster movies so mm. My my initial one is the Sharktopus versus uh, Terracuda, <laughs> <laughs> where it's a shark octopus and a Terracuda yeah. pterodactyl, yeah. Uh, okay. and they you know they're like mutant animals and like this terrible CGI and all the actors are like B list actors, yeah, and you know it's just made directly for sci fi, yeah. God, they're so bad. Oh my. Uh, they're just, I, I don't know if I've even attempted to watch one of those. But all of them, there's so many. If yeah. you like, actually look up that genre, like, oh, I'm sure versus it, whatever. Like, I used to watch it, a lot of sci-fi channels. It seemed like there was a new preview for one once a week. Yeah, there's so like, ah, uh, I can't. I literally there's just in the Sharktopus one. There's just Sharktopus. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. one. There's Sharktopus versus Terracuda. There's Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf. Ooh. Okay. Right? See, these and, sound awesome, though. That's probably <laughs> what makes you so mad is you're like, this yeah. sounds amazing. And then you watch it, you're like, this terrible. is garbage. So bad. There's so much potential in that. A whale wolf? <laughs> like, there's so much potential in that. <laughs> so bad. Uh, All right. Okay. So, number two question. What mm-hmm. is your most watched movie? What is one movie that... Yeah. I've You've definitely that watched that more than anything else. Okay. I know for a fact I have. I used to turn it on every night to go to bed. Like I would just play it in the background. Yeah. And so like sometimes I wouldn't fall asleep and I'd watch it all the way through. Sometimes I'd fall asleep in the middle. But it was like for almost a year straight, it was like, this is what I'm turning on to fall asleep to tonight. Sure. So I know I have seen it a ton. Huh. Interesting. So I didn't expect. Oh, I mean, I guess I should have known that. That's mine. Mine. 
I, I literally, I don't know which of the f- these five it is. Okay. All right, when I thought of this question, I was like, oh my God, there's five. So it's either, it's either uh, Jaws mm-hmm. or um, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. V for Vendetta, mm-hmm. or The Matrix. Yeah, I don't see, know. I would say The Matrix is pretty far up there with, with me because it's, it's one of those that I could watch at any time and not... yeah. Um, but it's, see, it's, of, see, like, it's the same me, with like, Jaws, though, for me. Just the see, same like, with Jaws me, and, and Jurassic well, Park. Well, it's like Jaws and um, and Jurassic Park and stuff. Those are such a a journey that, like, I'd like to almost kind of sit down and have no distraction and kind yeah. of watch them from start to finish. Where yeah. it's not like a it, to me, it's not a, a background one as much, yeah. but. Some one of the, it's one of the I, club, but I used to in college, I used to put the matrix on uh, yeah. before I went to sleep and I would wake up at like four in the morning to the menu music, mm-hmm. which was the, oh. the lobby, the lobby scene, like that dance remix. I, yeah. I forget what it's called, but it was like one techno <laughs> track that yeah. would loop over and over and over again to the, in the menu of the DVD. Yeah. It should have uh, been the club to death song. Something that one. Like that. Cause it's yeah. like a good nine minute song and it's like, a little bit more chill. Yeah, it should have been, but it wasn't. All right. What's the funniest movie you've ever seen? Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's, I think there hasn't been a, a movie like that <laughs> no. since then. That God, has that's, made me laugh. That's like probably that. up there in the amount of times I've seen that movie. It's yeah. every time it was on, I'd sit down and watch it because every scene was freaking hilarious. Everything wow. was so well done. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was so good. Jim Carrey, man, like some of the, like the old Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura 2, like some of those things. I died at those as a kid. I, so, yeah, Dumb I, and Dumber is my first pop in my head one. Same. First thing I thought of. Because <laughs> uh, it's just, there's, uh, yeah, they don't, they haven't made a, they don't make f- comedies like that anymore. No, they don't make comedies in general. <laughs> Not good ones. Like, All right. Uh, what's a movie that you could, that you wish you could see again for the first time? I don't know. I would maybe say something like the matrix. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if if it's top of my head, top of my head would be that other than like fight club or something. I've seen fight club so many times. It's hard to imagine never seeing that, (laughs) you know, but like uh, matrix. Yeah. That one has such a mind blowing, fun story that it's mm-hmm. like oh yeah i would love to experience that for the first time mine would be uh the fellowship of the ring mm. uh or avengers number one so mm-hmm. both of those movies well, i was a lot younger for fellowship but yeah being somebody that read all of the lord of the rings the hobbit mm-hmm. when i was very very young once they decided they were going to make them and then like the big journey. And it was just like this epic thing that was coming out. When I went to the theater to see that the absolute awe and just Mm -hmm. sheer joy that I can remember even now, you know, 20 plus years later. Yeah. Unbelievable. Seeing Lord of the Rings and hearing the music and, you know, Oh yeah. I rewatched all six movies. I guess the, what is it? The the three and then the, the three Hobbit, Hobbit ones. Three, yeah. I watched all of those last year um, with Case and after we, we did the books on audio because okay. um, it was back and forth, you know, a, a lot driving. And um, so we were just listening to the books and we got through all the books and it was like, all right, let's start watching the movies. And so we went through and like, you know, maybe like within a month so we, we went through all the movies and it was just, it was fantastic. And so like, it was very cool because it was his first time. Like, yes, he listened to them but it was his first time watching it Seeing so i kind of yeah. got to live vicariously through him sure, experience sure. it for the very first time so that was that was very fun yeah so i i see where you're coming from there that sure. and then avengers as well right like seeing mm-hmm. that whole first fate part of the phase go up to avengers one and seeing captain america and the hulk and thor and iron man all in the same movie and all of those actors like in their individual roles. Oh, if like they could inter- just erase all of Marvel from my mind and allow me to start man. back at like Iron Man one, like just going oh. all the way through again. So yes, good. that's that would be the way to do it. Like holy crap. 
yeah yeah every every single year i remember just like okay it's gonna be this one's coming out and then this one's coming out and this one's coming out yeah uh yeah so it definitely would be one of those the just it way too classic Mm. uh anyways that that's uh that's all we have time for this week yep so uh thanks for joining us on uh this week's journey through what's out now and uh what what we're watching and also uh a couple couple questions if you if you would like to respond in the comments on our tiktok uh of what your you know what's the worst movie you've ever seen or what's the you know your most watched movie i'm i'm very curious to see some other points of views yeah but play along do it like first thing that pops into your head don't like spend 10 minutes going through all these different movies because the only way this game works is is, is a fast thing on it because yep. you can spend time and go like, oh well, this movie's definitely worse. And then you spend five more sure. minutes, and you're like, oh, I totally forgot about this movie. That one's worse. No, let's be real. Your head. Let's be real. The the worst movie of all time is definitely not Sharktopus versus Terracuda. Okay, yeah, it's terrible, but it's definitely not the worst movie. I would also like to throw out there that Rubber is definitely worse than both of ours. Um, are you familiar with Rubber? It sounds familiar. Rubber is about a alien psychic tire. No, nope. that, that I was thinking uh, a different one. I was that thinking rolls of around flubber. and no, not flubber. <laughs> this tire rolls around and uses mind control and makes people kill themselves. Sounds great. Great premise. I'd invest in it. It's terrible. Anyways, <laughs> uh, that's where we're gonna leave it uh, for this week. Uh, thanks for joining, and uh, we'll see you next time. Later, taters.